Hey, what's up guys? How's everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of General E's Chicken. I hope everyone's doing fine and fantastic. I am doing well. And on today, today's episode, boy do I have a topic for you guys. I know we've all been on the internet and we've all searched YouTube and ended up on the dark side of YouTube. We've seen videos that gets us to think, gets us to do some maybe light research on said topic. These are very popular among uh, our generation, perhaps kids who are in high school, you know, kids who are in college, perhaps even adults. I ran into a video not that long ago on YouTube that was based on conspiracy theories. Now I know that we all have heard of many conspiracy conspiracy theories from you know the Illuminati to the New World Order to whether um, you know singers and, and, and celebrities celebrities sign, you know, contracts with the devil, all that stuff. But in this episode, I want to talk about this theory specifically called the Mandela Effect. Now, the Mandela Effect is basically a theory out there that we are probably, well, Mandela effect is basically seeing changes to, to things like the name of a, a, a TV series or the name of a book or lyric lyrics changing in a song or um, you know certain words being erased from uh, a book uh, you know stuff like that. Ultimately, ultimately, the Mandela Effect comes down to the idea that there are many universes, you know, a parallel universe. How many dimensions are there? Are there, and and whether or not um, we are we the only ones, and not not meaning aliens or, or any of that sort. Whether if we're the only ones of ourselves in the universe, that there might be another. You know, another person exactly like us, if not is us, but in another dimension, in another realm, in another universe, but has a different world, you know? Um, and I really got fascinated by this, but I saw some errors in, in, in these videos, so I will touch up on this as I begin uh, getting more in-depth into the topic. So guys, please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. If you guys have any, um, I guess, things that you've noticed in, in your life that have changed, that you, you remember differently, please write them down, and uh, we'll, we'll get in touch. Maybe uh, you can email me, and we can uh, talk about it on another episode, and hopefully see whether or not if this is something that, you know, is uh, 
global and is uh, you know very true so let's get started guys alright guys now like I said uh, today's topic I want to talk about the Mandela effect now the, the Mandela effect is a collective misremembrance of a fact or an event uh, and there's various theories out there that, that's been proposed to explain to explain what causes it and the mountain the Mandela effect uh, is some are more sensible to it than others um, and I kind of noticed this when I'm on certain videos on YouTube when, you know, well, when I first happened to, to encounter these uh, videos of, of Mandela Effect, people on, on in the comments section are very, can be very dismissive about such theories. People can have their opinions on conspiracy theories, whether they believe it, believe in them or not. That, that totally your opinion. But I think it's it's interesting to see the evidence that, not the evidence, but the examples that are shown as to why people believe in this conspiracy theory. Now, there is a term out there that psychologists have for this, I guess, a, a Mandela effect, and they call it confabulation. It's a term used clinically to refer to memory defects experienced by patients with brain damage, and also to describe everyday phenomena like embellishing the truth when telling events, retelling stories, and Sometimes even inventing facts on, on the fly to fill in gaps, uh, gaps of memory. And we've all done these things at one time or another, though we're really not conscious of it when we do it. Sometimes we are. Now, the very first time I saw the Mandela effect was, well, how I heard of it was in a video that I somehow was recommended by YouTube it was um, I think I remember it being called Mandela died again something like that and uh, it was a woman in I, th I think it was in the south probably Georgia or something like that she was re uh, recounting the facts or her story that when she was young, she remembers Nelson Mandela uh, being in South Africa and the news of him dying in his prison in the 1980s. Now, if you guys don't know, Nelson Mandela was a South African human rights activist and later became president or maybe was before president I can't remember I'm not that good with South African history I'm sorry 
Um, but he is a famous, famous uh, figure in uh, history. And I'm pretty sure you would remember if, if and when he died. Um, so when this lady was describing her, her story, she said that she had specifically remembered the day of his death, that everywhere on the news, they mentioned how Nelson Mandela died in his prison in South Africa. Of course, for some of us at least, who weren't born in the 1980s, and are now 20, 28, 27, 26, 25, however old you are, um, Nelson Mandela died in 2013, actually. Um, if the Nelson Mandela is true, meaning that he actually died in the 1980s, then uh, I think there's something strange going on. Like I said in the introduction, the Mandela effect can be part of another theory that we are part of another realm, another universe, an alternate universe, and that there are many, many, many alternate universes out there in which we are actually in there's another theory out there that there are certain people on this planet who are being I, I wouldn't know what word to use whether spiritually or physically or I don't know, mentally or being or digitally, I don't know, being tr transported into another earth. That is another theory that there are multiple earths out there and there are videos of this on YouTube where people study the earth on Google, on Google Earth. They look at it and they they see changes to the land and they believe that you know either every day or every few days or every month every year uh, some some of these people are switched between these these different planets these different earths basically or different universes so whenever they get it gets teleported or whatever the word is is for this uh, topic or this uh, moment is that when they go to this new parallel universe alternate universe whatever it is they are with the people of that universe so they're very different from us or from our regular selves, I guess. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. 
So basically, you would look like the crazy one. In, in simple terms. You would go to that planet and tell them, oh, you know, ketchup has always been red. Why is it blue here? They're like, oh, no, well, ketchup has always been blue here. I don't, you know, you're you probably you're crazy. You've probably seen it red in, in a movie or something. You know, and you probably think that that's how it's always been. You know that that that's probably how it it it, it works. At least this theory of uh, alternate universes that are out there. From from what I could have. From what I saw online about the Mandela effect, is that it's quite possible that this all started back in the year 2000 during the whole uh, Y2K <clears throat> frenzy. But there's also a theory out there that says that it could have actually happened during. 2012 when everybody thought that the world was going to end you know the whole uh, Mayan calendar saying that for them the world only you know could live up to 2012 <clears throat> I can see a little bit of, of it being true about Y2K because if you remember back then, everybody was saying that the computers are going to crash, that airplanes were going to fall out the sky, and that robots were going to take over, and that, <clears throat> I don't know, that there was going to be a huge frenzy during uh, Y2K. And, I mean, if, if I'm, tr I'm trying to be very, you know, open-minded open-minded about this and I'll show you examples and, and I'll get to the examples in, in, in a second but when you notice some of these examples that I'll tell you that I'm gonna tell you about you'll begin to realize that either you've been crazy all along and that you thought that a certain image had you know looked a certain way or a song finished a certain way or a name of a book you know had a, had a certain word or a certain letter change in it or a painting had a certain thing in the painting and it's not there no more you'll either be able to tell whether you remember clearly or you're not sure but you went ahead and agreed with you know everybody now the reason why I say that it would make sense if it did happen in Y2K is that if that whole frenzy about computers going down and all that type of stuff I mean that would make a perfect opportunity for the government to, you know, 
to do what they got to do to, you know, have us go crazy to start, you know, replacing, you know, certain things in, in, in our everyday lives that we thought we knew, but then down the road we were going to see it being different and then we would question it and then either be seen very strange or maybe we all, you know, see the same changes. Now, one of the famous examples that is used in the Mandela Effect community are those lovable forebears that we read as a child. Mama Bear and the Papa Bear and her children. And if you're thinking of Bernstein Bears, then you are right. That's one of the most famous examples used in the Mandela Effect. Because many people have fond memories of the Bernstein Bears. You know, they read them as children or family members read them out loud. However, nowadays the books are spelled Bernstein. Bernstein, sorry. And they were Bernstein. Bernstein. So, you know, it, 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 even though it's just a, a, a letter in the word, you can remember clearly that it was never there. For me, example, when I found out about it, I, I, I clearly remember you know, it being one way because it's something that you would see on a daily basis and you would, I remember me reading them almost every day. And I had a few of my own and I remember picking up the books and looking at them. Maybe I wouldn't even read the book. I would just look at the cover or I would, you know, get a piece of white paper and draw over the, the cover so I could, you know, draw one of the bears and then color them in. But, you know, I might be crazy and I might be rem remembering it the wrong way. But there's a lot of people who don't, who don't believe that way. One of the other examples that they have is the death of American Christian evangelist or televangelist because he, you know, was famous for coming on TV and uh, saying Christian uh, parables um, and sermons on TV. Uh, he's very famous in the South, uh, Billy Graham. Uh, a lot of people remember him, you know, dying, I think, in the 80s or the 90s, I believe. Um, Bill Clinton spoke words. In, uh, spoke words in Graham's honor but that's what some people say that he died you know many 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 years ago but he actually died well at least that I know of he died I think last year 
either last year or, or this year. So as you can see, that, that it's, it's a 20-year difference. Same thing with Mandela <clears throat> passing, I mean, yeah, passing away in the 80s. That That's 30-year 30, 30 time frame. Of course, in those 30 years, we can either forget and remember you know when the topic is brought up you might think of it or remember it differently than how it actually was now to think that this is actually real can be you know pretty scary if you think about it um at how small changes in 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 basic day-to-day things you know we we see how maybe we thought wrong or we remember differently One of the other examples that is famous is a iconic romantic comedy television series produced by HBO that was mostly seen by women, not to be sexist, of course, but it was mostly seen and watched by women. There was a famous actress who I think many people know, Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker. And if you remember the name of the show being Sex in the City, then me and you are thinking alike. Because that's how I remember it. Sex in the City. Apparently it it's sex and the city. I remember reading this for the first time and saying, that doesn't flow right. Sex and the city. Because for many years, I remember in, sex in. And, and it was just one of those words that if I would see it, I could... F- you know, uh, there was a certain flow to that word, sex in the city. So you get used to it. But when I saw sex and the city, there was a funny, a funny feeling in, in my tongue, on my tongue, in my mouth that this doesn't sound right because I was so used to in all of a sudden it's and there was a there, there, it just wasn't flowing right now I know a lot of us growing up we must have had peanut butter and jelly for maybe for breakfast or our mothers would make us a uh, you know, PB&J for, for lunch, for school. 
many many brands out there of peanut butter but but I think some of us remember Jiffy well at least that's what a lot of people remember and you know as an alt- alternate memory you know it being Jiffy peanut butter it's actually just Jiff And I thought maybe perhaps there was a a change in the name, you know. Companies do that sometimes, you know. They'll, they'll rebrand themselves and start a new a new brand for for a certain product, right? But all of this is public domain. This is, you know, you can go and look for it. Go and research it. And there's not been a change to a brand or a name. In this example, Jif. Jif has always been Jif. I do notice, at least in the community, in the videos, that for Jiffy, it's always like the older crowd. People who are in the... I don't know, maybe 40, 50, 60 years of age group is who remember Jiffy. Some youth, some youth say Jiffy. Honestly, I kind of remember Jiffy. You know, I, I wasn't much of a peanut butter kid growing up. Um, it kind of was a specialty item in my household. Um, you know, if my mom felt like buying peanut butter for me, she'd buy it. If she didn't, she didn't, you know. So I, I, I never was really around peanut butter. But I would hear, you know, classmates say, oh, you know, my mom, you know, she she put Jiffy in, in my sandwich today. Um, I think I've, I've only had a, a damn, I, I don't remember the brand. I think it was probably just a, a store brand, peanut butter, but... <sighs> I mean, th- these are examples that, you know, are kind of hard to to dismiss because there is such a large community, a large amount of people that remember it being a certain way that it's kind of hard to really say, hey, all of you guys are wrong. You know, it, it, I think that, that that's a concerning part about this. Mandela effect is that you know a large portion of the population will say no I remember it this way but then the other doesn't it, you know it, it, it's troubling to see that is it possible that half of that population you know has memory problems because then that will lead us to a whole other topic of whether there's like I don't know. <laughs> Does the human brain work? You know, like I don't know a certain way that only remember certain things, or are there stuff that that we are doing to ourselves that is affecting our memory? I don't know. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's hard to really be so dismissive, dismissive, dismissive of certain uh, uh, um, opinions like that. Um, here's another example that I, I found very, uh, 
very, very strange. Uh, I think everybody knows who Curious George is. You know, he's the main protagonist of a series of popular children's books by the same name. He's just a little chimp monkey, you know, without a tail. You probably heard that. Without a tail. I remember him having a tail. But nowadays he doesn't have a tail. You know, a lot of people remember, you know, seeing him use a tail. Like I said, I, I, I can't fully say whether if you remember him with a tail, then you're crazy because nowadays he doesn't have a tail. I don't know. People who see these changes tend to go and Google the images and, well, Curious George, 1980, 1990, right? And they'll see him, you know, how they see him now. If this is your first time hearing these changes, I don't know what to tell you. There's a lot more that that can really do a lot of, uh, uh, not damage, but a lot of uh, thinking that will have you thinking a lot. Uh, one of the other examples that, honestly, this really blew my mind the most because I remember I remember watching the movie and to be honest I, I was never really a big fan of it um, just not really my my type of movie movie my genre of movies but you 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 have had to see this movie growing up once or twice and that's Star Wars and the most famous iconic line in the f in the film The Empire Strikes Back is when Darth Vader tells Luke Skywalker Luke Skywalker that he's his father I think everyone can agree with me that a lot of us remember hearing Luke I am your father if you go back and watch the movie you will hear him say no I am your father How do we get Luke, I am your father? If it's tr if it truly was, no, I am your father. I don't know. Because I remember watching the movie and hearing Luke, I am your father. Now, you could even go to YouTube and look at interviews with James Earl Jones, who voiced, who gave voice to Darth Vader. And in this in, in in those interviews he he remembers saying Luke I am your father. And and that's who you know who read the line who he played Darth Vader. Yet he remembers Luke I am your father. 
right? So, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it, you, you really have to see this for yourself. Another example that is used in the Mandela effect is that of Tank Man. Now, you're probably wondering who is Tank Man. Well, I remember seeing this picture in my uh, social social studies class. I think maybe sixth grade, seventh grade, I can't remember. But I remember seeing this picture then. It was of a, of a Chinese protester who stood in front of a, a row of tanks. Uh, this was when uh, the Chinese military had suppressed the Tiananmen Square protests in 1989. It is a very, very famous picture. Um, I think it was a man. I think it was a man. Um, I'm sure the the sources, you know, of or of the journalists here are, are correct. Um, but it's a man who stood in front of. I think it was one, two, three. Four, I think maybe four or five. I I don't have it in front of me right now. I think it was four or five tanks, and. I remember even watching a video of this and the tanks would try to move to the right and he moved over to the right and if they moved to the left he would move to the left he basically was in protest saying no you're not gonna go anywhere and if you are you're gonna have to you know kill me and run me over I wasn't born in 1989. I wasn't old enough. If I were born, even if I were born in 1989, I wouldn't have remembered because I would have just been born. I didn't grow up in the 80s, so I don't know. But a lot of people say that they have a vivid memory of the man being run over and killed by the tanks. I don't. I I've never seen that. Now, maybe the reason reason why maybe this could be true. Or or I don't know, but let, let's say it is true that he was run over by the tanks. If it was on live TV and people in that time in 1989 saw it, it's probably something that was seen live and any more reproductions of the video were probably edited to not show the guy being run over. I do remember talking about this specific event in class, but I don't ever remember my teachers telling me that he was run over or if he died. It was just one of those things. It was like, oh, this is what happened this day. Because this and that, and that's it. I, I really can't say whether, you know, he was run over or not. But it is interesting to hear that people say that 
they they saw the video of him being run over because that i mean that would be something really 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 graphic and I'm pretty sure people would remember that uh another example and i think would probably it's probably close to a heart because i think as kids growing up in the 90s well it doesn't really have to do anything with the 90s but if you're my age or, or a little bit younger you probably remember this famous famous brand of hot dogs and other lunch meats oscar meyer I know there has to have been at least one time that you've had an Oscar Mayer hot dog or bologna or ham or whatever it is that you bought from them. A lot of people rem remember it being Mayer, M-A-Y-A-R, not M-A-Y-E-R, Oscar Mayer. Some others say it was M-E-Y-E-R. Honestly, this one is a little bit debatable for me. That's totally up to you, how you remember it. I can't specifically remember because I look at it now. Oscar Mayer. I mean, it sounds weird, but I remember Mayer. Then again, you have to also take into account mm, different regions have different pronunciations of the uh, of a word. So this could be another maybe debatable one where hey, maybe in the south they say it different, in the west they say it this way, in the northwest they say it this way, in the east they say it this way. I don't know. Maybe it's one of those, right? Uh, I think another one that might shock us is, and I, I'm pretty sure all of us has, have played this, this board game, at least once in our lifetime, is Monopoly. Now, those of you who, who played Monopoly, try to remember and try to visualize the Monopoly man. What is he wearing? It's a uh, old guy, white beard, I think a cane, black suit or black tux, whatever it is, you know, white button up shirt underneath it, the black uh, top hat. Is there anything else that you remember? Maybe a monocle. If you don't know what a monocle is, it's it's just a it's an eye lens for one eye well that's how i remember him i remember the monopoly man with a monocle but apparently he never had one never has worn a monocle if you could go google search any images of the monopoly man of course you'll find ones with him with the monocle because people recreate the image but if you look up public information about, you know, the game and the company, you'll see that it never had a monocle. <sighs> like I said, 
it, it just one of those things that if you remember playing it or even owning a a, a, a board game of, of Monopoly, you tend to see it every day, and you'll you'll small details like that you'll remember. I had a Monopoly, and I remember seeing the monocle. Another example, Pikachu. I know we all know Pokemon, and we've all were part of the hype and the and the and the frenzy of Pokemon when it first came out. I think in two thousand one, perhaps or maybe nineteen ninety here in the U.S. Now you're probably thinking, well, what about Pikachu? Well, what is it that you know makes Pikachu different now? Well, he's the same. You know, pointy ears with the black things on top, the red polka dot cheeks, the small mouth, small nose, chubby, chubby body, small feet, tiny arms, that big, thick, pointy tail, whatever it is. Right? Y'all remember that. But who remembers a black tip at the end of his tail? I sure... I sure as hell remember Pikachu having a black tip on his tail. If you look him up, there is no black tip on his tail anymore. Like I said, I if you use it on a daily basis, you would remember. I watched Pokemon religiously when it first came out. I would run home from school... Because I didn't want to miss an episode of Pokemon. And as soon as the cards started coming out here in the U.S., I told my mom to buy me Pokemon cards. And I had a shitload of Pokemon cards. And I remember Pikachu having a black tip at the end of his tail. If you remember him with a black tip, please let me know because what I'm telling you, like, like, like I said before, when you first, if this is your first time hearing about this and, and after my, after this episode, you go and you, and you Google this stuff, it, I'm not saying it, it will scare you, but it gets you thinking, it gets you thinking. How in the hell do I not remember it this way? You know, why do I re remember it being this way? Now, uh, this one I only remember because, you know, by ear, because other people would say I didn't watch these movies. And I, and I actually, I did watch them, but I think it was because I was kind of forced to. Growing up, I think. I have to admit that Disney had like the best movies, you know, compared to now. Um, but I didn't watch. I didn't. Some I saw because I wanted to see them. Some I saw because I had to. I was basically forced to watch them because of my teacher. Now the movie at hand that I'm talking about is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And growing up, 
and let's keep it real my, because we live in this new society where you have to watch your mouth because somebody might get offended at you saying something <sighs> and that'll be another episode trust me the sissification of America watch for that one coming soon um but growing up I remember all the girls talking about Snow White and them always repeating a certain line from the movie mirror mirror on the wall right right I, that's how I remember hearing it from the girls in my class mirror mirror on the wall like I said I saw the movie once maybe twice at most but I remember watching it once I think in third or fourth grade can't remember but I don't remember that you know I don't remember you know line by line the movie it's so far back I just remember watching it I wouldn't remember how the movie the movie went but these girls would always say mirror mirror on the wall but if you rewatch it and if you rewatch any version of the movie, you will discover that the phrase has never been that. <clears throat> the real the real phrase is actually magic mirror on the wall. It it shocked me because I remember mirror mirror from the girl saying it, you know, in the playground. This this I really can't you know, say whether, you know, this is true or not, you know, if any person out there have, has seen Snow White and, and remembers Mirror Mirror on the wall, let me know. Another, um, Another, um, how can I say, area, another area where the Mandela effect has, <clears throat> has been seen to uh, really take over is in religion. Now, you're probably wondering, well, how, how has the Mandela effect, you know, affected religion? Um, to be honest with you, I can only talk about the religion that I am familiar with, and that is Christianity. Um, again, I, all of these examples that I'm telling you about, I know of because I seen them in the uh, videos on YouTube about the Mandela Effect. Now... I wouldn't have noticed them because I don't go around looking at, you know, <laughs> a, a, um, a box of baloney and saying, hey, that, that used to be Oscar Mayer, not Mayer. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'm, if, if I'm at the groceries, I'm looking at the price. Hey, hey, why is baloney 10 bucks? It used to be, I don't know, 4 bucks. You know, I'm not going to be looking at the freaking name of it. But like I said, it, I only know these because of the video, so, you know, please take them with a grain of salt. 
Now, when it comes to Christianity, when I when I mentioned about the uh, religion aspect, <sighs> let's say I am not the most uh, vigorous Bible reader out there. I do have Bibles in my home. I do have Bibles in my possession. Um, I'm not going to make this into a whole religious um, podcast. Whether you're a believer or not, that's totally up to you. I respect your, your choice of being atheist, agnostic, or a believer. For those of us who are Christian, uh, some of us will remember the Lord's Prayer. Now, I was uh, brought up Catholic and still am Catholic, and I attended Catholic school from pre-K all the way up to 8th grade. For those of you who haven't been to Catholic school and don't know what it is to be in Catholic school, um, it's just like regular school, but of course there's an emphasis put on religion. Now you're probably thinking, oh, you probably have to take religion class like most of the day and then, you know, the other half, you know, you do the other subjects. Actually, it's not like that. Um... I only had one religion class a day, you know. So, yeah, five five uh, days of religion class, but it was only one class a day. And then, depending whether we had anything planned um, for the month or for a holiday, we were taken to the, uh, to the church right next to our school. And we would you know practice whatever it is that we had to practice in church or we would read um, scripture whatever it was we did in the church right but these things that were taught to us we had to basically read it every day and see it every day and practice it every day and one of these things that I had to read every day was the Lord's Prayer Now you're probably wondering what's the Lord's Prayer. Um, I'm going to see if I can remember it. Lord's Prayer is basically um, uh, the Our Father. That's just another name for the Our, Fa the Our Father. Uh... If I butcher it, I'm sorry. I'm not going to edit this podcast or anything. I'm, I'll keep it here, but I'm going to try to do my best to remember it. Because, again, like I said, this was uh, done every day, said every day, practice every day. So, hopefully, I still remember it. And it goes like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily our daily bread and forgive us our trespassers 
as we forgive. No, sorry. <laughs> and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. That's how I remember it, and that's how I was taught it. Now, in the video that I saw where they mentioned how uh, the Mandela effect was creeping into, you know, religion. And this video was just on on the Lord's Prayer and Christianity. So I don't know if it it's affected Buddhism, Islam, or Judaism. I, I, I don't know. When I saw that it had changed changed the, the Lord's Prayer. I could tell right away it, it changed it very differently. Um, and you're probably thinking, oh, it's probably just maybe a word or, or, or maybe they added another another uh, sentence or something. To those of us who are you know, who are part of the faith or, or you know, or who have read this on a daily basis for so many years, it kind of messes with your head because you remember it a certain way. And I remember clearly it being the way, like the way I said it, it was that, that was the way I was taught. The new version, the version that is not corrupted, the Mandela effect, Lord's Prayer, is this is the way it is. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Like I said, I remember it how I said it the first time. To me, to me, because I... To be honest with you, even as a kid, I, I didn't read the Bible as much. And I didn't read this. I don't really remember, you know, um, reading this part of Matthew's Gospel. It's in, um, it, 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 to me, it looks completely different. Um... I was surprised that someone picked it up. But I've also seen um reviews where people say that well it it, it it's an updated version for for people who don't want such a how can I say a um 
a difficult read. The person who buys the Bible wants something that they're going to understand in layman's terms that they're not going to have to look up the word and say, well, what does this mean? You know, they're saying that it's the publishers who are trying to just dumb down the, the, the word so people can understand it better. If that's the reason, I, from my beliefs, it's wrong. Because, whatever, I'm not going <laughs> to, like I said, I'm, I really don't want to make this into a religious debate. But you're not, you're not supposed to be changing um, the word of God, right? But if I, I guess if you're trying to make the people understand the word of God and you have to dumb down the word for them to understand, <sighs> I, 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 wouldn't that be a problem of the educational system of that country or whatever? I don't know. That That's the way I see it. But also, not just the Lord's Prayer. Um, there is another... Another... Um, change another effect that's been caught in the bible with the mandela effect and that has to do with i think the lion and the sheep i'm sorry i'm, I'm i have a very bad uh memory when it comes to uh uh the bible uh, verses and all. Um, I think it's the wolf and the sheep. Yeah, I uh, let me look for it real quick. I think it was uh, the wolf and the lamb. I think it's the wolf and the lamb, and I think it used to be the lion and the lamb. Um, the verse, at least the new verse, is, uh, in, uh, let me look for it, let me look for it. I think it's in Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah. Um, the wolf and the lamb shall feed together, and the lion shall eat straw like the bullock, the bullock, bullock. Sorry, and dust shall be the serpent's meat. They shall not hurt nor destroy, destroy in all my holy mountain, south the Lord. I do remember this, um, the scripture uh, as a kid, and I I do remember people always saying, uh, the line. The wolf has been inserted in the place of a young lion and lion. Um, I don't know if that probably is a, a thing that is related to the 
sensification of America. Like I said, like I stated before, I don't know. Maybe some people find it too harsh to have a a lion eat a lamb. I don't know. In this new America, anything is possible. But if it's not, I do find it weird that uh, the publishers would change wolf, would change lion to wolf. It, it, it you know, it, it doesn't, I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense. If you go back and read the story and the scripture and just everything in context, it just doesn't make sense. Um, and the thing is, most of these are found in the King James Version. And just a quick, 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 quick thing I want to say about the King James Version. Like I said, I'm not going to make this into a religious uh, podcast. But to those of you who believe, who are, you know, followers of said religion, um, King James Version is really a horrible version to, uh, to be following. It, it is not the first, as you think it is. And that Bible is actually very corrupted, but I'm just going to say that. So... If you do have one, don't really take that one serious. It's really so. King James version is a horrible, so a horrible version of the Bible. Um, but yeah, back to Mandela. Um, and these are just a few, a few um, examples of Mandela effects that that I saw in 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 these videos. Another one that you can see if you go to, you know, you go to a store, to the bodega or anything. Pick up a Kit Kat. Do you not remember there being a, I think it's a hyphen, in between Kit and Cat? I remember there always being a hyphen. You know, um... But yeah, if you guys really, if this is your first time hearing about the Mandela Effect, please let me know, how do you feel? What are your thoughts on it? Have, are, are you going to now start keeping an eye out for certain things? To just think that maybe, maybe, there really is something out there. It, 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 it's a hard pill to swallow, you know, to, to maybe believe that there is something greater than us who, who is controlling everything. For those of us who are more in the... Um, religious end of the spectrum sure like uh, I can see you believing in there being a God you know and, and yeah, giving us a, a, a destination you know in our in our lives but perhaps to think that 
maybe what we're living is maybe all false and it can be a game you know like there was one theory out there that says that in the very very far future maybe there there are humans who who are us in a sense but they have our 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 souls and our our way of thinking in them but it's a different human who is in a room playing a game like the sims who maybe has a vr headset and is playing our lives you know to me that was one of the more creepy theories that I heard knowing that maybe if that were true there is somebody in the future who is using me as a game but he has my soul and my my thinking in him and that is why me here talking to you feels like me but everything else is strange. You guys ever have that feeling that maybe you're walking down the street or you just meet somebody new and you look at them and you're, you wonder to yourself, I've seen you before or I know you of somewhere or you meet them and almost instantly you guys click. That's happened to me sometimes. You know, I meet somebody for the first time and then, you know, I, I feel comfortable with them almost instantly. But then there's other people who you meet and you just have a feeling of, I don't, I don't trust you. I don't feel comfortable with you yet. It's going to take some time. And I'm one of those people who, I tend to have a small circle of friends, you know. I just don't give that title out to anybody. I, I'm one of those people who rather have a small group who I can trust, who I know are always going to be there for me, who, who, you know, who have good values and morals and, you know, I don't need a large group to have fun, you know, I don't, I don't need a large group to determine who I am as a person in, in society. The other theory that I mentioned was that of an alternate universe or a parallel universe or there being multiple versions of our Earth. And there's a video, there's actually a, a YouTuber who, um, who uploads videos about mostly every day. And he goes on, he goes on a live stream, sometimes he doesn't, but he focuses on Google Earth. 
and he'll what he'll do is basically he'll trace out a continent or an island or something to the point where you'll you can see the outline of the country right perfectly it's almost exact and sometimes I mean, he does that for a purpose and the reason why he does that is so when he comes back to it maybe the next day or a week from from that day or two weeks or a month or a year he'll be able to tell whether or not it grew the land grew and if there's anything almost like you know when when you're a kid when you get, when you get when you get told not to color outside of the lines basically so he'll be able to tell whether or not if this piece of land grew outside of the lines now the problem with that is that i think cuz i think i i've seen it um is that google google earth updates itself whenever there's an update right just like anything else like your 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 phone operating system your computer operating system television your xbox playstation whatever there's always updates on google earth i've used it a few times and i've noticed that you know um a certain road looks different and because you know they updated the pictures they they sent out the google earth car and they updated the the, the route where where it was so you won't see the image that you saw you know two years ago now it's a newer image so you probably think oh snap you know it's different now right now I'm sure earth grows I'm sure land moves you know there are earthquakes and earthquake causes changes to the earth and the rock and the continents and all that I'm pretty sure there's changes continuously happening to the earth now I'm not a science major I don't know anything about you know, to that extent of earth But his theory is that he does this so he can see whether or not Earth is changing. And for him, if there's anything different on Google Earth, means that we were probably switched to another dimension or another Earth or the alternate universe that we were talking about. And another thing that he does is on on Google Earth is that he'll go into a city and he'll he'll look at different uh, aspects of the city um, buildings water land and he'll be able to say hey this wasn't here right and one of the videos I saw recently of his was of New York City and I'm hoping most of my listeners if any are from New York and probably native New Yorkers. And the reason why I say native is because, well, we've been in the city. We grew up in the city. And we know what's real and what's not. 
his video of New York, and let me just say he's from Canada. I think he's from Toronto, or a, or a small town outside of Toronto, and uh, I think he said he's been to New York maybe once. Maybe once, I can't remember. But he went on Google Earth and he started scanning New York. Well, Manhattan, better said. Because, you know, people outside of New York think that New York City is just Manhattan. Whatever. Those of you who are New Yorkers know what I mean. Um, Sorry about the, uh, about the uh, sudden stop at in, the, in that segment apparently my phone did not record the entire time that I was talking and it stopped halfway uh, I will do my best to try to get back to uh, where I was and try to see if I remember what I was talking about um, I was on the the uh, the part about uh, a, a YouTuber who says that he sees changes, he sees certain changes in in New York City, and it, him not being a native New Yorker, not living here, is kind of preposterous to for him to to even say that. Uh, I think he's only been here once, and from there, he's only he's been here digitally, meaning he's seen New York City through Google Earth, and for him, that's that's more than enough. But that those are his words, not mine. Um, I can't remember the entire uh, discussion that I. I had, but uh, simply he 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 states that there are stuff in New York City that he does not remember, such as the Manhattan Bridge, bridge and Chelsea Piers and the Intrepid and Columbus Circle. You know, um, those of us who are native to New York, we know that those have always been there, and uh, I think at the entrance or the the end of Manhattan Bridge, however you want to see it, you know, whether you're on the Brooklyn side or the Manhattan side, doesn't matter. But there is an an arch an archway, an arcway, I don't know how to say it, on the Manhattan side in Chinatown where the uh, Manhattan Bridge starts or ends, whatever. Uh, he says that that was never there, that was, that was never there. Um, sorry but if you're a native New Yorker you know that that was always there <clears throat> um, I think he mentioned that there's a there's a large chunk of land uh, around the Whitehall area Battery Park City area where um, where um, the Brooklyn Bridges, all of that is a new land, he says, because he says that he's never seen it before. You know, uh, like I said, those of us who are from here, we know that that's always been there. 
and there were some people in the comments saying that that they live in New York and that they've never seen that that they've moved here in 2005 or or later and that they've never seen that I'm sorry but if you recently moved here you're not a true New Yorker you didn't grow you didn't grow up in the city you don't know the city like we do those of us who are native New Yorkers New Yorkers know what we are talking about now I did uh, leave a comment on his video telling him that everything that he said was wrong that you know what what um what he says is is uh, different or new for him I told him it's actually, you know, it's always been there. He he did respond to me, but it, it seemed very sarcastically um, put, you know, in 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 other words, um, I I. I I tried to let him know that, look, you know, you're not from here, you're not going to know whether, if it's always been there or not, um, and I, I told him that you have to be careful to tread into areas that you don't know, and then claim it as a Mandela effect, and I think it's bad for the Mandela effect community because it gives it a bad name, you know? Um, because then you start to question whether maybe it's just people creating lies and, and try to convince you that, no, you know, I'm right. You know, there is this thing called Mandela effect and it's real and I want you to believe it. That's why I told him, look, you need to be careful with what you say because, you know, there's going to be someone out there who's going to call you out, you know? Um, but then I started to think that. Who knows? Maybe he is right. You know, it goes back to uh, the theory that I did mention before of um, there being alternate uh, realities, alternate universes, parallel universes, many different versions of Earth. It's a possibility. It, it to to try to explain it is. It's like you being taken out of this earth and put onto another earth with the same people, you know, but certain things have changed. To, th to, to think that that might be a possibility, then it got me to think, well, maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe on his earth, that's how New York is or was. And this is how New York is on this earth. Like I said in the beginning, in the beginning, I'm very open-minded about certain conspiracy theories, you know. Like, like the saying goes, if there's a will, there's a way, you know. I, I, who am I to say whether, you know, that is wrong? Or, you know, it might be right, you know, Mandela Effect can be a thing. Alternate universes, parallel universes, versions of Earth can be a, th can be a thing. But 
you know it, it just takes a lot to actually prove it and I think that's where people who really um, well it can go both ways people who fully believe in it you know will die for the cause and just completely go against what you're saying and say look no you're wrong um you know you 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 have to you have to believe us because we have evidence you know look at this and look at that look at here look at over there there just could be so many different different you know just possibilities different you know ideas and we have to respect each other's opinions and ideas so he might be right you know he might be you know from another i guess another alternate universe or another version of earth and he he's seeing changes on this one you know i'm it, it it's a very hard uh pill to swallow because because you you you've been i guess embedded since a child to to believe certain ideas and certain things about life and about just about you know the universe that to be told as an adult look Maybe this isn't reality. Maybe this is like a complete fantasy, and it's and it it's just a game. You know, it it can really mess you up. And I've seen, you know, I've seen people, and you can see it online. You know, people who really believe this, you know, they'll dedicate a large portion of their time to this, and they become a little cuckoo you know they they fully believe in 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 this idea you know but i keep my mind open to everything and anything you know um to think that as i said before in in, in one of the theories that one of the theories is that, you know, not maybe a far distant future, there are humans that have advanced technology, and to them, this is a game. This is like Sims, you know. If you think about it, Sims could be our our actual reality. Where somebody in the future, you know, is playing a game and we are a sim and they are controlling our lives. They are dictating what happens to us. It's scary because we've been, you know, like I said, we've been told since a kid, look, you know, to believe that there's a God, you know, depending on your religion, to to always believe what teachers tell you, to believe what the government tells you, you know, 
and then you know when you get old you begin to to research to investigate to do your own you know your own findings and 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 you see that the world is not that simple anymore the world is a very complex place and and, and you you've, you've been molded to to follow the general consensus if I'm using that term right that you know if everybody thinks this way that that's you're probably gonna lean towards that way oh you know yeah you know um yeah we believe in our government blah 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 or we don't believe in it whatever but you're gonna lean that way if the majority has that same way of thinking and to be or to think the complete opposite of what the majority is thinking you know we get called weird where the you know where the black sheep you know um it's hard that's what i'm saying it's a, it's a very hard thing to swallow um i don't put it past uh you know government if you want to call if you want to put it in that in that box that maybe government has <laughs> I, I don't know um technology or knowledge of, of, of what our reality is you know that this is a game i don't know I'm I'm when I when I first really you know when I f really first found out about the Mandela effect it really you know made me think wow you know that I never thought about it cuz I'm I'm not the type of person to you know go to a grocery store and 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 you know if I were to pick up a a pack of bologna be like oh how come it doesn't say Oscar Mayer says mayor now you know like I'm I'm too busy focusing on the um you know, on the price, you know, whether it's it's too much, too little, you know. But there are people out there who, you know, the minute they get into one rabbit hole, they start going to another one and they fall and fall and fall. You know, that's what conspiracy theories do, you know. They're fun to talk about. They're fun to, you know, to see. But, uh, you know, it... it it depends on on your 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 I guess your mentality, you know, and, um, your will, you know, because there are people who you know they find out about one conspiracy and then they they get so so shook that they start doing some investigation and then they fall into another conspiracy theory and then they do investigation. And then they fall into another one, and then another one, and so on and so forth, you know. And then they have this the, the, this way of thinking that they feel that they're the chosen ones, that they're the enlightened ones, you know. And and I've encountered people like that, not just in not just online, but in public, actually. You know that will just fully believe that 
the presidents have always been lizard people or that the government is full of aliens. You know, there are people out there out there that really believe this stuff. You know, and sure, it sounds funny as hell and you wanna laugh, but it, it I mean in a way it's kind of like depressing because like these people who really believe it, you know, it's like they dedicate a large portion of their life to this, you know, and they investigate and try to get the people to try to have people f know about this stuff, and then they don't really enjoy life, you know. I, in my opinion, life is life is you know sacred. Life is you know one of those things you're only giving you're only giving it once, you know. And you have to cherish it because when you when you die, that's it. You know, you're not here. People say that there's a life, you know, um, life after death. I'm, of course, I wouldn't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still here on this earth. And I think people who who fall into these into these rabbit holes, into these theories, they just fully go at it and they don't fully enjoy life how, how they should. I mean, of course, it's personal, you know, personal choice if, and opinion if they feel that, well, to them, they're fulfilling their life by, you know, I guess, investigating and trying to spread the news about conspiracy theories. But, I mean, to me, life is enjoying every single second, every single minute with loved ones, with your family, friends, trying new things, you know. To me, that, that that's what life is meant for, you know, to meet new people, to learn about each other. Conspiracy theories, you know, I I have a good time researching them. Well, not researching, but just, you know, looking at them, taking a look at, you know, what the new theory is, you know. There's so many conspiracies out there, you know. Um, but I, I, I think we should focus more on living our life than to, like, whether... Whether there's a group of people who are at the top who are, you know, controlling us, controlling our lives, you know, who are, who hold the most money and whatever, you know, whether you believe that you can be the one to, to dethrone them and, you know, redistribute the wealth to, to everyone. I, all the power to you but I don't feel that that's gonna happen I don't I don't feel that that's ever gonna happen it's like that saying you know if it's meant to be it's meant to be you know fuck it if there really is a group at the top who controls us I mean, as long as we're living our life and 
we're happy doing what we're doing, I think this should, there really shouldn't be a problem. You know, I I feel like, and and it's funny to even think this because it would completely prove and the whole point of a conspiracy theory. But sometimes I feel like conspiracy theories are done by those who we think are in the conspiracy theory. You know what I mean, like. They get us to think all of these crazy ideas and then now we're stuck in this circle of just like, oh, well, we got to do, you know, find research on this and, and who is this and why is this happening, you know, and then not letting us enjoy our life. But I uh, to to come you know to a to an end to uh, this uh, this um, podcast. Uh, I I had a great time. I had a great time talking about uh, this Mandela effect. If if this was your first time talking about or hearing about the Mandela effect, please let me know. Uh, if if you're listening to this podcast, most likely you follow me on on Instagram. So please shoot me a message and let me know what are your thoughts on the Mandela effect, whether you've seen it before, and what were the examples that really shook you, or if this is the first time, let me know what your thoughts are. If you're gonna be on the lookout now for more, you know, for more things, um. Or examples to, to, to see if the Mandela effect is actually true. Um, just uh, just enjoy life, people. Honestly, life is precious, and we have to really enjoy it every second because we are not promised tomorrow. If you enjoyed today's podcast. I will probably do another podcast on conspiracy theories, or maybe I'll do a series on conspiracy theories, uh, at least the ones I know. Uh, don't really want to talk about conspiracy theories that I'm not familiar with without doing research. Um, but yeah, um, I do want to continue talking about conspiracy theories down the road, but please be on the lookout for my next episode, which will, which I did mentioned in this episode already I do want to talk about the acidification of America uh, a topic that's very very um, it's been very um, I guess close to me and, and, and very um, it's been an itch you know to put it in simple terms um I wanted to talk about this. Um, yeah. So please, guys, if you liked it, let me know. We've come to the end of the podcast today. Like I said, 
um, from the previous segment, uh, there was a sudden cut. Uh, my phone was not able to record the entire uh, discussion that I had. Therefore, I, I know I'm missing a few things that I said. If I do remember, I'll probably uh, record it and then put it as a separate uh, guess segment to this podcast. Um, guys, I hope you have a wonderful week. I've enjoyed my time here with you guys. I hope you've enjoyed your time here with me as well. This is General E's Podcast. I'm your host, E. Please take care and enjoy life. Good night, everybody.